episode of Dealing With It. Dealing With It. <laughs> a mother and son podcast. I'm Trish and I'm the mama. And I'm Matt and I'm the son. Um, thank you very much for joining us. And thank you very, very much sincerely for the the feedback we've been getting. It's a little, um, I don't say overwhelming, but it's just wonderful. It's so nice. We have, we've heard from from people um, through through email um, and and people have reached out to us and we we're just so happy that we're connecting uh, with you and thank you so much yeah and when yeah having uh, other people share their stories with us while we're sharing our stories it just feels uh, there's a level of like connected you know that it just feels and it's nice it's really good so hey Matt why don't you go ahead and give them the um, that our uh, email address oh, yeah. right now. Why yeah. don't you do that? You want to do that? I will gladly do that. Why don't you do that? <laughs> dealing with it, dealing with it pod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, anything you you uh, you send to us, uh, we will we'll read it. We'll reply back to you and um, and let us know if you uh, are comfortable with us sh- uh, sharing it. We won't share your name or anything. Um, but if you're not comfortable, we'll just we'll keep it in a nice email and. Uh, It'd just be great to hear from you. Exactly. So, uh, last week we ended on giving some goals for the week. Mine was to socialize, and yours was to get some yard work done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Two monumental tasks. No kidding. Yeah? You How know. did yours go? Well, um, so I raked and counted um, 19 bags of leaves from the front yard, um, now, 19, not all in the same day, because I raked, and then a few days later had to do it again, and was out yet again today. So, but 19, 19 bags. Yeah, leaves keep on falling, but that's a lot of bags. That's a lot of bags. So, yes, I did, and you know, Matt, I felt I felt good about it. I couldn't put it off, because um, I, I felt accountable. I felt accountable, so I did it. Yeah. How about yeah. you? So, did you socialize? I did. We went to the the, the brewery's uh, anniversary, and it was very fun. It's a two year anniversary, and it was a uh, yeah, it was cool. It was good. It was just a good time. Saw some friends, and uh, it was just real nice. Were you out uh, just like with old friends and hanging out? Were you me- meeting uh, meeting new friends? meeting meeting and making new friends? <laughs> um, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, making I would say acquaintances. We haven't crossed the friendship barrier oh, yet. Okay, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it was just it was really nice. Good, it was good. Um, and other than that, how is how has the last week been for you? Well, I do feel good about the goals, but I have to say, um, I was more teary I, this week, and you know, in my before uh, dad passed life, I was not a crier. I could watch the Christmas Hallmark shows and uh, not shed a tear and thoroughly enjoyed that my husband did. Um, you know, but I find that, uh, that I cannot say that about myself anymore. I have, I have felt a little more emotional this week. I'm kind of back to having a little trouble falling asleep and staying asleep again. Um, so... I don't know what that's about. I guess it's uh, it is how it is right now. Yeah. How about you, Matt? No, I mean honestly, it's been a a, a little bit similar. I mean, definitely just in general. Um, I mean, in the time that 
dad was sick and in his passing and stuff. That I mean that's been I mean the most emotional I can remember of stuff of just like unapologetically like I am very sad mm-hmm. and that's just this is how it's going to manifest. Mm-hmm. But uh no, uh, this week too for me has been weird uh, sleeping. Weirdly enough, I've been tossing and turning a lot, waking up in the middle of the night and just I don't know, you know, can't can't go back to sleep. Um, I've been a little more irritable this week. It's just been happening. I don't know why. Uh, probably just from you know, I mean, that sleep definitely is going to mm-hmm. tie into yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Uh, there's different you know sort of factors, but yeah, it's been. Uh, I would say uh, of of the weeks that we've been going, it was maybe one of the rougher ones, but, uh, you know, it's just yeah. how, kind of how it goes. I guess. Um, I guess. Um, so, in my inexperience with what we're doing, I was sort of led to believe that we um, were moving through something, that maybe that trouble sleeping would have been early on, um, and yet I am, I'm kind of coming to the conclusion and doing a little reading and discovering that, that maybe those, you know, what were called stages of grief aren't things that we barrel through and get to the, um, finish line and wave the uh, checkered flag and say, well, that race is over. Now I can put that behind I me. mean, no, yeah. um, I, um. I started a book this week. Uh, the author uh, is Megan uh, Devine. The book is called It's Okay That You're Not Okay. Um, uh, meeting Grief and Loss in a Culture That Doesn't Understand. Now, I'm only on page 42, so I can't highly do anything and recommend the book. Yeah. But I can say that I have found a lot of inspiration in this book, and I have... I feel that it is meeting me where I am at right now. Um, and it is saying to me, and it is saying in the, the book, that um, those five stages of, of grief that uh, are, were pretty commonly taught and known, the starting with denial, moving into anger, bargaining, depression, and finally getting to acceptance, um, those five stages are not necessarily even what the author who wrote the book where those were first introduced intended that they be to be taken as like gospel for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to die and you'll be in denial and that's everybody starts in denial. Yeah. So, um, I'm enjoying the book a lot. And again, it's Megan divine. It's okay that you're not okay. Um, that's something I've been noticing. Cause I also, I, I going into, to this, this period of grieving and whatnot, I, I didn't anticipate it to be a linear sort of path. I didn't think it was going to be like, okay, today's really hard. Tomorrow's going to get a little easier. And down. I, I knew there was going to be ups and downs, and it's a roller coaster of a thing. But um, something that I've actually taken some some comfort in is, I mean, uh, in some of the responses we've been getting from doing this podcast, hearing from people who have lost people years ago i mean and they're still dealing with with grief and it's it's in a way i felt it comforting because i was like okay i'm i'm only a couple months in and i in my head i'm like okay matt get you start getting start getting over it you know i mean it's like you were saying that's just sort of the the getting through something is is sort of the perspective we look at it and so uh hearing that 
okay, this happened years ago, and and you're still dealing with this. Okay, I have time, <laughs> like kind of exactly. a thing. Exactly that that there isn't a you ready set go, and in six months, let's call it done done. It's um more complicated. I. Uh, I have a lot to learn about this. I, I do, but I, I think that our Western culture has a really hard time dealing with with grief. It's just a very visceral emotion. It is a result of love. Um, it is grief is messy. It includes mm-hmm. tears and tissue. I mean, for heaven's sake. So it's hard, and people want to be able to help us when we're grieving. I want to be able to help people through their losses. And we don't even really have a great vocabulary to do so. Yeah. To do so. For sure. It it seems as though it's, yeah, I I think two things I've, I've definitely noticed in, um, it just in society, socially people, all of us were uncomfortable mostly with, with silence and, and sadness. It's like, uh, if you're sitting in a room with someone and it's just quiet, there's almost nothing more awkward unless you are very comfortable with them. But also uh, the, that uncomfortability comes when you're with someone who's very sad because you can't help. Fix it. You can't fix it. And there's also yeah. this, I would say, almost stigma in society of like, oh, I'm not going to trample on your territory. That's your sadness. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I... It, it, it just it, it induces an uncomfortability not that I think that comes from a, a, a place of negativity from someone who's um, not necessarily in the moment going through that you know like and, the, and people just don't want to make it worse so there's just you just don't know what, don't to, know say. what to say yeah I understand that I understand that I um well what are some of the things in that you've seen in, in these 42 uh, <laughs> the first 42 pages well in that that have helped you or that it, you've read and uh, kind of had that like, oh, aha moment of, of I like that. Well, I, I don't know. I, I guess the overall feeling I'm having right now, <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not sure I feel happy about the feeling, but is that I will never return to a normal, my normal life yeah my loss isn't something I will get over and live that sort of in quotes happy Mm -hmm. life but what the work is that I will hopefully read more about here and and try to do is to um to live a, a great life incorporating the grief, incorporating the loss, incorporating the love. Yeah, the the text um, that you had sent me, uh, I think yeah. you said uh, assimilating grief into your life, like making yeah, just understand that that's a part, that's something you carry now, that we is. carry now. It's and um, yeah, it it doesn't mean I will always feel as emotional and teary as I do, but but it is it is saying that that this loss is so significant it is going to be carried with me um forever yeah i mean yeah and okay but i guess (laughs) i was sort of thinking that those five stages and then at the end 
you know, I'd remember the good times and have a little happy smile when I think about him. And yeah, but um, grief is is not a short term commitment. I think it comes and sticks with you, and you become uh, good at dealing with it. Yeah, and it becomes part of who. Well, it will become part of who I am. Yeah, and it definitely it. You know it. It is what it is, but it's. It, it would definitely be nice if the if that if the perspective of of grief wasn't that. I mean, of any real real hardships that there's a that that idea of this is something I have to get through, indicating that there is a finish line, that there's an end. When really it's, I don't know. There's not much. The philosophical thing of like there's you have the moment that you're in, and that's really like. I don't know. It's it's it changes, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's it's good and it's bad and it's it's fine. But there's not really a a, a destined finish line that you can no. uh, take steps to really get to. It's experiences in life are gonna, you know, shape that new normal that we're talking about. Right. That that the grief sort of finds its little place in. That's not a oh, hopefully too overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing I worried about um, and and spoke to in our last podcast was that um, that I could be uh, tiring out my uh, my friends um, as I share my uh, my grief and speak and talk about things and 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 your dad and you know just yeah. be sad and after a while you think man they're gonna get tired of this but I'll tell you what within. <clears throat> hours of uh-huh. <laughs> a couple of those friends um hearing the podcast uh, i was getting phone calls and texts saying are you kidding me yeah are you kidding me but but i think it goes back to that feeling of i am um i need to be considerate i need right. to be polite i need not to overburden others i um i live within a a, a culture and and where where we celebrate, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and overcome the adversity yeah. and take a lick and keep on kicking. That's it. Let's go ahead and uh, use this for good. Right. Um, and so my friends, um, well, I would say reassured me, but also were, uh, a little put out with me for even thinking that I'd be wearing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's the, I mean, the thing uh, that it gets talked about uh, quite a bit is the idea of emotional labor, that that is something that if, that you're expending your emotional labor to help, uh, you, to you're, you're helping carry a burden for our mm-hmm. moment or whatnot mm-hmm. and sort of a thing. So I understand that idea too of like, you, you don't want to wear someone out. You don't want no. to outwear your welcome. Like, I care about you. You're my friend. You're helping me out so much. I love you. And I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put you out. I don't right. want to, I don't want to ha- have you expend too much of your energy on my problems yeah. kind of a thing. But then, I mean, that's where my anxieties get me is because like we were saying on, on the other side of that coin, I, you know, I, I can't see if a friend was going through something really hard that it would be like, Oh, I'm just gonna not answer that text or call, kind of a thing. It's yeah. you know, you, you want to be there for your friends, and it's uh, you know, and they want to be there for you too. You know, I mean, absolutely. And communication is just the key with any of that stuff, because there are days where I don't have a lot to give, and it's just it's as simple as saying like I don't got a lot in the tank right now. I hear that. Yeah, but it was as you were 
just talking. I was listening to you, but I also heard some of the vocabulary you just used, which yeah. is so typical of grief in our culture now. You wrote as we have a, a problem. Well, I would just say grief isn't just a problem. Grief is a, a state of being as is love. Yeah, okay. So it's not a problem. And when you said that we're going through, well... Um, yeah, even though, yeah. It through sounds like there's another side. <clears throat> right. It's just sort of the, it's the, I, I mean, I didn't even think about it, even though no, I had just said absolutely. that it's not something you go through. There's not a finish line, but it's just, it's so ingrained. I mean, it's as ingrained as the whole like, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How about you? When in my head, I'm like, I, I'm suck. I suck right now. This sucks. <laughs> I'm going through something that sucks right now. Do uh, you have a minute? But you can't, but you just can't. I don't, I, it it just feels so like you got to say oh, I'm I'm good I'm good how are you and okay keep the cool inflection up and because the, there's that whole I think there's in society we focus on uh yeah I guess just presentation if 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 what I'm presenting to people is that I'm good then I'm good uh they don't have to worry about me I can just handle my mm-hmm. stuff as I have to handle it um when really it would just be nice to be like how's it going not good and someone would be like yeah I feel that yeah I feel that I wonder and it doesn't too, have to be like awkward or uncomfortable we're you and I are uh, mourning the same person you know with our grief and yet I am 30 years older than you um, you're male I'm female I wonder if within the age difference the gender difference if we also have different expectations um of ourselves and of others and if others have ex- different expectations of us sure totally um i don't and i don't know those answers but um but maybe that's something people could I share mean, with us if they have any insight into yeah that. i mean I, I i definitely see i mean and, and part of my uncomfortability with um with with vulnerability in general, as I think you know, I mean, I definitely agree that it's toxic, but it's that mas- it's that toxic masculinity thing. From from my angle, it's like I'm, you know, I I've always kind of had this idea that it, I think just from you know movies or just culture mm-hmm. or whatever that it's like suck it up, yep, suck it up, get through it. Well, and because potentially you could be grieving wrong, yeah, yeah, you're well, not doing this right. And I do the thing where I compare my grief to anything. I mean, and I've I've heard it too. People will say like, "Oh, what I'm going through is is not what, or what yeah. the grief that I'm experiencing is not doesn't match up to the grief." Yeah, almost that you apologizing are. that we'll share our story with you, but it can't be as bad as yours. When right, but because but in my head, I'm like, well, at least I have, you know, I mean, some people don't have clean water. People don't have like I I you know, it's like the. I'm like I there's my mentality is always for some reason like oh something worse has happened to someone better mm-hmm. down the road you know it doesn't have to be that like <laughs> the way, it's really but, not the the grief Olympics here you exactly know? It's, or the loss Olympics um, every loss is valid and um, I I I could say to myself. Well, you know, I did. I lost my husband to a horrible, terrible disease, and he he had to endure it for years, and our family did, and it was very sad. But at least I didn't lose one of my kids. You right. know, I mean, no. Or like, at least no one was I, I, m- m- murdered or right. like something. There's like, there's always something that yeah. you're that you that we mentally tell ourselves to be like, 
So hey. maybe maybe we tell yeah. ourselves that so that the invisible second half of the sentence will be so kind of move on, suck it up a little bit. I it could have so. been I worse. Honestly, I think so. And it just pre- we pressure ourselves into um, trying to to adhere to a cultural timeline. We don't want to make other people uncomfortable. We know that talking about it doesn't change anything. Right. So, um, and loss in general, I, I mean, I've noticed and I've noticed it with, with friends as well too. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm as guilty of anything, but it's, uh, when somebody is experiencing loss or, or any sort of, uh, painful experience in <clears throat> those kind of first moment, you know, t- the first days or, or weeks afterwards, you, you kind of, uh, for me at least that you, it's very much present in my mind when I'm when I'm speaking with them like okay wow they're really going through something I, I, I should check on how they're doing how they're if they're okay mm-hmm. and stuff but time goes on and as the world keeps moving and as as things in our world keep moving it's like you just don't think about it as much and so in, in my head it's like when when dad had first passed there was very much this it felt like okay n- no one's really expecting much from me right now there's this this is very new and fresh and important right, and right. as time keeps going on it's that thing of okay i why am i still having a hard time with this i you know it's it's because life keeps moving on and it does and, and i'm not thinking about it constantly all the time but it's always there yes and it's so it, it's just this thing but it's like i feel this pressure to be like okay move past the, the <laughs> yeah, you right. know like like get it together man and i think that we we need to learn maybe how to be still and and with with our grief and and then be patient with ourselves and be kind to ourselves because um, that's nothing you would ever have said to your mom you wouldn't say to you know mom gosh it's been what 10 weeks move on man right right yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but but you say it to you yeah um i would never say that to you so um, Talk to yourself like you were like you're talking to your friend. That's something that Katie has told me a billion times. <laughs> well, you know, but it's not. I don't think it's unique to you. No, no, I, not at all. I would not say I because that self talk is something that um, that we do um, as as a most everybody I know mm-hmm. does, and and often it's not positive. We can beat ourselves up, and um, I, I guess if. If it came at a time, you know, where, and there, there are probably people who really are needing more help in in their grief yeah. than others, um, and I, I hope that that there are folks who can help them gently and carefully, um, but I just can't see that any kind of rough, uh, you know, here let me give you a boot and help you out. Right. Yeah. That's not gonna help. Yeah. But it's an indication of how uncomfortable it is to be grieving. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It's maddening um, to to grieve. And it's just us saying what we wish would be true is, I need to feel like I'm getting through this. Yeah. Through, meaning There's, through. <laughs> through it. I need to get over, over it. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but really, yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. It's it's not, I think, the, the perspective on that is uh it it should be maybe a little more towards the idea of of this isn't an obstacle that i have to get over this is something that is 
very much real and a part of me just as much as I, I yeah, like you said, like I experience love, I experience mm-hmm. grief and it's mm-hmm. just a thing that I experience, uh, that anyone going through, through a lost wood. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So another thing I wanted to ask you, um, is, uh, now that we are, um, you know, a few months, a few months, uh, past dead passing, mm-hmm. um, are you feeling like the world is bigger, like than than you're comfortable with? Like, is this? Yeah. Because uh, I, I just find myself uh, in general, like a lot of things in my life are, are are still the same, except obviously dad's not around. Um, but it's I I do find even if I can't pinpoint it, the sensation of being overwhelmed kind of will wash over me, and I just don't. And it comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, I didn't think I was going to have to deal with this mm-hmm. right now. I really wish I didn't have to deal with this right now. I don't feel good. Uh, and and I, yeah. so just for you, for you is the and, yes. and I think there's more significant change going on in, in your world just because I mean you're still in this. Ha- I mean you know it's right. I don't know. Right. And I just and I worry. You worry about me? Do you really? <laughs> oh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> just to make sure you're okay. That's good. You're a good boy. You are a good boy. You're kind of blushy now. People can't see that. It's hot. It's hot in this house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The world um, feels like a bigger place. And I, I consciously make sure that I don't let it become a scary place for me. Uh, I've known people that have, through grief, through loss, have... Uh, just lived very small lives called it done you know yeah um don't get out and i do not want to uh, change the the me that that your dad and i planned on being the us you know that, yeah um the, the things we love traveling and uh, you know those sorts of things i though am aware that right now I, I am, I'm happy, uh, in a smaller life. Um, I, I am a little actually terrified of, uh, just meeting new people. That's why I asked you earlier, yeah. like, did you make some new friends or acquaintances? <laughs> um, because I'm happy with the people I know, mm-hmm. the familiarity. I don't have to explain anything of my backstory to them. Um, they just know um, so I'm not really feeling it yet to, to want to go out and to open that door into a new life kind to, of thing. to bring in new people, new, yeah. um, I, I just, um, I, I still feel like I, I have to get a grip on the reality right now and, and then let it grow. I, you know, I, I love, I love taking trips and traveling and yet that that does feel a little weird right now and it yeah. was weird too you know what's strange is that i was always the planner anyway you know right i would plan the trip kind of where do you want to go honey and then he'd say something and then we'd just go somewhere anyway and yeah. <laughs> well we'd agree to it yeah he was good at agreeing to <laughs> yeah. to things and so it's not that i'm not able to make a plane reservation i've been doing that for the two of us it's just um 
just, you know, it, it feels maybe too soon yeah, for and- me to go out and just embrace all of life and learn new languages and become, yeah. yeah. Um, and although it feels like it's been a while, it also feels like it's been two days to me. Absolutely. It doesn't feel like months yet. No, not at all. I completely agree with that. Uh, it does because in some ways, in general, just it feels like things are moving too fast, and then uh, things you kind of w- wish would move faster feel like they're just really forever. Uh, but I mean, that's probably just because your brain's like, "Hey, deal, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta deal with it, man." <laughs> deal, but like, yeah, that's no, scary. It's <laughs> that's you know that was the panic that we talked about, you know, in the our very first podcast. Join our panic. Yeah. Well, I would just say for those beginning this grief journey and um week week 11 panic's still here yeah. or is it 10 i don't, <laughs> I don't yeah i don't know it's, it's but again if my this mindset that i'm starting to um to look at of grief becoming integrated into me yeah into my goals into my life into not not the crutch not the i lead with it but it's a piece of me um maybe then i don't have to worry so much about panic yeah because it'll it won't creep up on me because i'm it's with me yeah that makes sense no that absolutely makes sense yeah i do I, i i i think more so like when I, so I've been talking a little bit how I've been like seeing a therapist and stuff. And that's something that I talk about to an extent too of like, I feel less overwhelmed or anxious when I'm in the mindset that I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to explain when it's like, I'm in a just in the moment right there's I, I spend a lot of time i think a lot of people do spend a lot of time doing doing things um keeping yourself preoccupied and stuff and uh there's like doing and then there's being and i just don't do a lot of the being part of <laughs> of things but there's that it's the idea to me of not that i'm burdened or overwhelmed by all these things but that i'm just that you've just put something you know you you put something else in your backpack that you're now carrying with you mm-hmm. is easier for me because it's more of like I'm not surrounded by things. I'm carrying something with yeah. me, yeah. And it's uh, it's, and it's it, 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 it's easier to sort out for me that way, right? Um, because that's how I've been thinking about grief. Is like I have this pressure of grief that's pushing down on me. Mm-hmm on top of this other stuff but I like the idea of thinking about it not so much of that but more of like no this isn't around me pushing me down it's it's in me and uh, carrying you know I don't know mm-hmm. it's it's harder to put into words I guess it, well but. it's and it's a new way of thinking of something that we've always thought of as a problem an issue a short term um, season of our lives that we'll get through um, and then we'll just go on happily ever yeah. after. Um, but that's something that I mean that we talked about for sure. That I also think is important is just that it is like it's okay to feel 
bad. It's okay to feel like crap. That's right. It's it's not there's not that thing of like what's a lot of self judgment comes with that too. Like mm. what's wrong with me? Get over it. Because it's the same thing of comparing of like yeah you're grieving of this thing, but people are being killed all over the world for like way horrible stuff. Yeah, and it's so just Matt, like, move on. Get over exactly. It. It's like why are you complaining? You know, yeah. it's it. There's that whole thing when really it's like no, I just feel bad, and it's okay to right. feel bad. bad. Yeah. Your your dad passed away. He's dead. And that is sad. Yeah. And it will always be sad. And, um, you know, we, we can't, I can't, I can't believe that in time, um, that some of these feelings will, will bring about less, Yeah. you know, that you know, I don't know what the word is, but just that violent uh, emotion yeah, feeling yeah. Uh, that there'll be a time where it does probably mellow out, um, that we are living We're, with it, that we talk about dad and smile and, yeah. you know, we do anyway now. And, um, yeah, this podcast is getting, I hope not too depressing. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> our I think grief talk might be a little yeah, depressing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, I think um, we're going to hit some heavy notes. But I, um, but, but again, and I'll say this every single time, what, what a beautiful life we still lead, um, our family and what, uh, and that, that's just a tribute to, uh, the family that was already here and built, you know, with your dad totally, and, um, and our extended family and, and friends and support people and, um, so, so you breathe mm-hmm. and you, um, I guess uh, my realization is that we're in this for the long haul and, uh, it won't be that, where did I ever think that after a year you're kind of done grieving? Yeah. Where yeah. did I ever hear that? No, I'm right. I know. Cause you know, boy, we're couple months past his death so that gives me only 10 months to get over it and um yeah then you put that pressure on yourself that's where i get you know that's goes yeah. back to that judging thing of like all right am i where i'm supposed to be with this and right. just make it way more complicated than i guess it it already is so yeah i was going back to thinking about um you know when people are are trying to support us Mm-hmm. And you were talking earlier about how the silence uh, can be yeah uncomfortable uncomfortable how as we just did have a little silence on the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope, hope you didn't feel uncomfortable no well same that's the thing it's like I don't feel uncomfortable it's if I'm with somebody I mean I know you very well I uh, it's like a I, you can you can sit in in silent I can sit in silence with somebody that I know right and know that. You know, that I'm on the same page as them. I don't. I'm not worried about it. It's, it's that whole. Am I supposed to say something? Is there something I should say or, or whatnot? That I think is. It just makes it so. You put that pressure on yourself to be like, how do I make this situation not super uncomfortable? Like <laughs> it is, but it's. Right. I don't know. I'm sure there's people who are more comfortable with sad or with a, a silence than I am. But it's, you know, I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, 
Because when I'm alone, I love silence. But when I'm with somebody that I don't know very well, it's the worst thing in the world. I know. Like, have you ever sat in a doctor's office and there's somebody, like a human being, in two chairs down from you and you don't speak because you don't know each other? I don't know. That's always awkward to me, too. Oh, I hate Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think that all just comes in with the new thing, too. You're talking about, like, just the idea of... uh, of, of bringing people into your world, like meeting new people and oh, stuff too. Man. I think I'm just like, I don't know. There's just so much pressure on talking to other people <laughs> that it's just, it's, I don't know. And it's just a society thing. And, well, I, and I don't it's, know. it's human. I, it's yeah. as human beings, um, we're more comfortable when we are, we've connected to the people who are physically around us. And, and, um, and I know that's me. I, in the past have always been a person who, worked hard to make everybody feel in the room comfortable Mm -hmm. make you feel valued and let's um i don't know i've i enjoy that i enjoy people a lot and talking to people and then um but but right now i find it a little terrifying to to do that and i i i don't know maybe in time some of that will come back Mm -hmm. um or not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm actually going through something very similar, um, but different in some way because I, um, you know, for a lot of years leading up to to now, I really enjoyed uh, like going out. I enjoyed partying. I enjoyed drinking with my friends. I I did things in there, and I realized that a lot of the things that I was doing, because uh, I, I loved I loved being like. I love being a, 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 a fun person at a party. It was like, you know, just fun. Keeping, yeah, we are fun. Again, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been noticing. your mom talking. I've been, thanks, mom. No, okay. I've been noticing as I've like really, um, I've really slowed down on the drinking and stuff. It just became a thing. I, I quit smoking cigarettes and it was just that thing. But like, I've been noticing now that I don't have those sort of things around. Those things that kind of kept my depression or anxiety right. and uh and self-medicating self-medicating even though i didn't realize i was doing it yeah. but now that that's more uh in behind me than in front of me it's like my anxieties are coming back and my the, the those feelings of depression come back and it's like oh like mm-hmm. i i loved being a, a a hostly person to like people and and make people feel comfortable and like right now where i'm at that's the farthest thing from like what I feel like I can do or, right. or, or want to do is uh, yeah it terrifies me too is <laughs> the idea of uh, I don't know I don't know it just comes back to I don't know figuring it out I guess yeah. whatever well, it I'm, is I am going out of town this weekend yeah you are yeah so a uh, couple girlfriends and I are taken off to the mountains a couple hours away and um, for for three days. So what do you think I can expect? I don't know. I, I know you and I are similar in the sense that we recharge our batteries by being alone and away mm-hmm. from things. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting that you're going to have a really nice time. I also think you're going to have a very reflective uh, you know, I think you're a person who also go and uh, find a nice rock or something to sit on and just yeah. I'm read gonna take my think. camera. I think yeah, you know, maybe 
take some pictures and so that kind of a new i mean yeah is that a hobby you want to pick back uh, up or yeah. get, get more into i loved you know as you kids grew up taking pictures of you guys through yeah through everything so i um i love taking pictures of of people and just sort of uh documenting occasions mm-hmm. um that that was my job in the family so um but but the idea of of going out and finding something in nature and and photographing it and finding some kind of beauty that way is is intriguing to me mm-hmm. and um i don't i don't know maybe there's a new you know new talent there Maybe I think not. so. No, I, yeah. I, <laughs> no, I think so. I think I think that's a that's a great one. Um, how you're going to be gone for a few days? Right. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you? Are you? I'm assuming you're looking forward to it. Oh, I am. Yeah, I really am. These gals are my, um, just just best friends, and we are going to, to just you know be getting away from, the, the everyday stuff you know yeah. taking a girl trip are you gonna try hiking again um oh i don't know <laughs> the first one was a success mom it, i think the was, second one would be fine it was good it kind of seemed like a walk in nature and then y'all called it a hike <laughs> and then that just was like woo i am now a hiker yeah so i didn't know and i might <laughs> i i i'm gonna i'm gonna take some uh tennis shoes okay so you know, if, if it happens, hike, it happens. Yeah. If the occasion strikes, I'll let you know. I'll yeah. take a picture of myself <laughs> hiking. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that'll be a really nice experience. Um, also, this week, Mom, what would be a goal of yours? Mm. Just a, a small goal to to help to help you help you feel for feel you, Matt. You go first this time. Okay. Well, I think we can both say clearly be, uh, with no uncertainty on the 6th, we will be voting. Um, hold, Absolutely. Please, please Everybody needs also, to vote. Please vote. Um, right now, like anytime, but especially right now, please vote. Um, well, it's your civic responsibility. Yeah, it's your, your <laughs> civic duty. Um, uh, but also, my one that I... I've been noticing is I'm going to uh, I think just pay more attention to my posture. I've I've been noticing if I make the active effort to uh, stand up straight, uh, I just feel a little better. <laughs> it's well, there you go. Uh, and then I also find that I slouch all like a lot. So I'm gonna try to uh, just keep an eye on that. See if uh just see if I can uh, stand up a little taller. Son, that's awesome. Yeah, there you nice go. Nice little goal. Um, so I think for myself, I will read this book. Now, let's see. What did I say? I'm on page 42. Um, well, there's over 200 pages. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to finish this book this week. I got, yeah, I think you got that. That's a good goal too. Yeah. Mine was going to be start a book, but then I went for something easier. I don't know. That stand up straight thing. We'll see. I don't know. Might hurt after a while. (laughs) All right. Well, is there anything else wanna? No. Again, I would just let folks know that that is Matt and I uh, are talking and putting out new ideas and um, sharing our thoughts. We are not mental health professionals. No. Yeah. We'll say that every episode. Every single episode. 
Um, we would just like to have you uh, feel connected to a community of folks who are going through what you're going through. If, if your grief journey started 15 minutes ago or 15 years ago, yeah, yeah. Seriously, um, all people are welcome. We have the, the um, email dealing with it pod at gmail.com. Thank you, Matt. And would love to hear from you. We have a few uh, items already that we are going to share with you in an upcoming podcast. I just think there are so many ways that that we can help each other and share share this journey. That's a little crazy, and um, but it's so good to know that I'm not crazy by myself. Seriously, it's been um, very very nice hearing from people and, and talking with people. Um, and something I've been noticing is it, it's a lot of everyone is going through something. It's everyone's got stuff that they're dealing with. Like in so that, in that regard, it's, uh, you know, and it's, I think it's very, uh, cathartic in a way to talk about it with, yep. with people just to be like, this sucks. It sucks for you too. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yes, it does. Cool. It really, really, really does. Yeah, because that's the it's it's easy to feel isolated and and, and lonely um, in that in that journey, and it, it really doesn't have to have to be. Um, yeah. But don't beat yourself up. No, it is okay you, to feel like crap. <laughs> it is. Um, that's the nature of grief, and that is the result because we loved, and so it just. We need to be gentle to ourselves while we while we grieve and while we're. Um, building and creating our new selves with um, and bringing this grief with us. Absolutely. Well, cool. I'm, I'm excited to hear what uh, what else is in that book and uh, maybe read it for yeah. myself. Well, you know what? I was an educator. It won't be my first book report. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, check in with you again in the next time. And until then, okay, we'll thank keep, you so much. Keep dealing, dealing. with it.